0: Hi everyone, my name is Chris, and I'm host of the Stellar Spark Show. In today's episode, I know it's been a, a while since our last episode—about a month or so. Today's episode is going to be talking about the current situation in domestic affairs with the, in the Biden administration. So, what's currently going on right now is that Congress passed a stimulus bill for COVID relief. And it builds on the CARES Act and other bills passed last year addressed to relief from the COVID recession. What's interesting is it really didn't pass with any Republican support. And this was supposed to be a bipartisan effort and Biden said it was supposed to be like a bipartisan bill, but Republican members of Congress spoke to Biden and made their recommendations to him for additions to the bill, but they weren't included in the bill. And it seems like that the Democrats are governing, especially the Biden administration, it seems like they're governing as if they had like a supermajority or like some kind of large majority. When in fact, it's just really a 50-50 Senate with the VP as the tiebreaker. So I find it really interesting that despite the expressions of candor from the Biden administration about bipartisanship and, and decreasing some of the hostility that we've been seeing over the past four years, that these efforts really need to go farther, in my opinion in order for our our government to be successful and conciliatory and working toward progress for everyone. So I think that's important to note. I mean, I'm in full support of the COVID relief. I mean, most Americans are in support of COVID relief for stimulus. I think it's what needs to be done in, in times of recession like this, in times of something really, Shaking up the economy and just the world in general. And in this case, it's COVID. Causing a lot of mass disruptions to business, to industries. To households, to to consumers. So, it's the role of government to step in during this time. The businesses wouldn't be able to stay afloat. Individuals would be struggling. And... It seems like Biden, the Biden administration is doing well in terms of addressing the COVID crisis, addressing COVID first, the economy second. I think that's a good strategy. I think that without dealing with the COVID problem, it's going to be very hard to minimize the economic repercussions of the problem. So as you may remember, uh, President Biden was the architect of the Stimulus bill in 2009, the Recovery Act. And Biden brought the economy, helped bring the economy back after the Great Recession. And now he's tasked with doing that again. This would be 2.0, so to speak, trying to replicate that and help that again. But some other effects of the COVID bill can be pretty negative. I mean, there were some murmurs and discussions about how this is going to increase inflation because they're adding more money into the into the economy. So the more money that's circulating around, the higher the prices go. Um, because really, things are getting much more. Uh, much more expensive. I mean, we look at gas prices as well. Biden canceled the Keystone Pipeline, so it's going to cause gas prices to go up. And in Pennsylvania here, we're seeing their $4 a gallon. So it's very expensive. And couple that with inflation and slow growth if, if the economy doesn't rebound fast enough, which I don't expect it. I think it'll rebound fast because... I think COVID, once COVID ends, we won't be mired in this stagnation anymore in terms of economic output. So I don't think we're going to have stagflation where we'll see high inflation, low growth. I mean, we might have less than optimal growth, but I don't think we'll be in stagflation. I think it's kind of unlikely, but it's something that could happen. It's a potential. But really the Biden administration's success is going to con- is contingent upon domestic policy. How are they handling COVID? How are they handling the economy? Then maybe looking at healthcare, immigration, some other issues at home, and then also foreign policy. Uh, and really, it seems like the foreign policy isn't really using a lot of the tools, I mean, We saw that airstrike in Syria a few weeks ago, drawing condemnation from the Democratic side, which was surprising to see that Senator Kane and others in the Democratic Party are trying to reel in the powers of the president to really prevent that from happening more, which I think is a good step to avoid these wars, these lasting wars that Cost a lot of lives, they cost a lot of money, and really don't bring any positive benefit to anyone involved. The second part of today's episode, I wanted to address immigration. And as we saw, the immigration policy of the Biden administration is much different than the Trump administration. The Trump administration really made ICE just do everything, and they really... Enforced it against a lot of people that it really didn't need to be enforced against. I mean, for example, look at the DACA program and some of the the law-abiding undocumented immigrants. and then contrast that with the violent undocumented immigrants. So the Biden administration is is having a more lenient policy of immigration right now. But opponents, detractors say that that's really causing a border crisis and they really don't want to call it by that name, but it is causing a lot of different groups of people to come to the, want to come to the US and experience all the great effects that and lifestyle that we have here. So that's why it's really causing this mass migration, why everyone is coming to this country. Whereas before they might have been deterred because they might be turned away. And immigration was pretty closed off in the Trump administration. So under Biden now, We're seeing a lot of Democrats, uh, some Democrats voicing, voicing support for Biden visiting the border, just taking a look at that, and Biden doesn't want to do that right now. I mean, deportations are still continuing under the Biden administration. I mean, they've been going on under every administration. So I doubt really much is going to change in terms of immigration policy. I mean, Biden could grant the, uh, I guess he, he could do something with DACA, the DACA program. That might be an accomplishment, an area of focus in terms of immigration. really depends. Depends on what his priorities are. But I know that COVID and the economy are going to be at the top of the list. Everything comes after that. But this is a pressing issue that we have to keep an eye on. As the midterms come up and Biden's approval rating might go down a little bit as we round out the year, finish off the year, and we go into next year, Biden's approval rating might be going down because every president really in their first term, their approval rating has gone down. And it really hasn't gone up or stayed too consistent, but it's usually going down. And the longer they're in office, unless they're really doing spectacular things, the country gets bored very quickly and looks for alternative solutions to things. So if his pro- approval rating is like high forties, maybe fifty percent going into next year, I think the Republicans are gonna be in great shape in the midterms. I think we might even see Democratic excuse me, might even see a Republican contenders announce as early as twenty twenty two, maybe a little bit after that, a little bit sooner than we would think, in order to jump into the twenty twenty four presidential race, which I really don't think Biden is going to run again. I'm very skeptical that he's going to run for a second term. If he does, he'll probably be favored very narrowly. I mean, he won narrowly in 2020, very narrowly. And I think he would be narrowly favored in 2024 if he's the candidate. Barring any foreign disaster or a very slow and weak recovery, I think he's the favorite. But... I don't think he's going to run, and that leaves it wide open. For the Republicans, the Democrats, it'll probably on the Democratic side, it'll probably be Harris as the nominee. But remains to be seen. So far, the good things from the Biden administration, I think domestic policy in terms of COVID and the economy, some other things that are that I really don't think are doing too well, foreign affairs and immigration right now are the two issues that I really don't think are going well for him right now, but it's about even, it's about it's pretty neutral, I'd say. We'll see what happens, but that's really what I wanted to cover today, just to cover those few things about domestic policy and see how that all transpires as we go forward, as we go along, but That's really all I have for today for today's episode, and hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you be safe uh, with this current climate right now with COVID, and it's been a trying time for all of us. But we're going to re- we're going to emerge renewed, and it's it's been just a really tough time for those who were hurt by this um, by losing a loved one or. Financially and everything else, spiritually, psychologically, it's just, it's just really taking a toll on everyone. But we continue moving forward as a country and I thought Biden's speech was decent. I thought it really hit a lot of the points that were important for a presidential speech in this moment. And it's his, it's his job now to move the country forward. And we hope for the success of this country, regardless of political affiliation or party affiliation. So that's really all I have for today. Be sure to check out the channel at Spark. Always uploading videos there in terms of alternate history, current events, electoral scenarios, and games, and any other content you'd like to see. Just let me know there. But... That's all I have for now. And this has been the Stellar Spark Show. My name is Chris signing off until next time. Thanks for listening.